Hello Steve. Hello Jill. It's time to game classy. Privet. Steven Stevovich. Steven Stevovich is my name, comrade. I don't know what your dad's name is, so I'm just assuming it's Steven Stevovich. Yes, it's Steven Stevovich. That's correct. <laughs> He's a Russian. Welcome to the Russian classy. My father is Steven Stevovich. I am Steven Stevovich. My son name will be Steven Stevovich. <laughs> I actually that that's a running joke I have is because I I'm actually like four generations are named Joseph mm-hmm. in my in my family. So it's like I'm Joseph. My dad's name is Joseph. My grandfather's name is Joseph. My great grandfather's name was Annunziato, but Annunziato. Hey, hey, it's Annunziato. <laughs> hey, anyway, welcome to Game Classy. I'm your host Joe, and with me, as always, is Giuseppe. No, it's Steve. Hi, we're recording. Uh, we're recording at night for a change instead of a uh, weekend morning. So Steve is a little more. Uh, Got a little more energy in him, a little more pep in his step. Return to Game Classy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was actually just talking about those awful CDs. Your moods? <laughs> no, we were we were talking about um golden oldies. You remember that one where they would be like Oh the, yes. Classic those hits of the nineteen seventies. And that's where you first heard Blue Swede hooked on a feeling. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Because I was talking about how, like, I knew all the songs from the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack from that CD. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, they were all on that CD that you that they would advertise in the ni- on in the nineties. Oh man, that's awful. Our European listeners might not understand that, but you know, there was it's just one of those compilation CDs. Like, then now that's what I call music five hundred and twelve. Or kids bop, kids bop, yeah. They'd have that one, and then they had the the pure moods one was the other was the other big one. Yeah, they'd have like the X Files theme and like tubular yes. bells. <laughs> the X Files theme too. Holy shit! Yes. Um. Oh. So yeah, we're recording at night. We're recording a little off schedule because uh, Steve can't record on the weekend, which is fine by me. So that means I get to sleep in a little bit longer until my old man prostate wakes me up. Dun, dun, dun. Bum, bum. It's actually not my old man prostate. It's my old man blood pressure medication that makes me pee constantly. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yay for getting old. <laughs> and, we're and- all mortal. <laughs> Yes, we're all mortal and we're all going to die <laughs> very soon. Um, I didn't have any sort of like special thing I needed to talk about. So do you have any gaming news in particular that you that we needed to cover? Didn't really. There's nothing. Uh, I mean, there's nothing real big. The, yeah. the, the, the new Warcry stuff for Warhammer looks cool. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I, I like that they. I like that they did lizard man terrain in a box that doesn't have any lizard men in it. I think that's, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, but I'm not even kidding. I think that's, I think, I think that's pretty cool. Like, I think, I think that's a, that's a neat idea. Cause like the idea is that that's where the campaign is, you know, it's like, it's supposed to be where the lizard men are. So yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fan. I also really, really like those fucking ghoul sculpts. They look awesome. With the baboons. Yeah, they look fucking cool as shit. The undead baboons. <laughs> yeah, they look so awesome. I'm gonna send my undead baboons at you. I really do think that that's the best game that Games Workshop has produced in a long time. Well, and Warcry. 
Yeah, it's just a really solid, fun, quick game. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's and for people who are still holding out, like I want Mordheim. It's like this this game is better than Mordheim, one thousand times better than Mordheim. Yeah, just like seriously, play Warcry. Like it's it's really good. <laughs> yeah, we are. Um, I think the only thing that I I I was the revelation about how I about what I think Old World is going to drop next summer. I think I think I figured out the algorithm. Yeah, let's let's go. Let's let's yeah. let's hear. It. Uh, let let's key the listeners in onto what you're thinking. Okay, so this was something that I I had talked with Steve about uh, in our in our private chat that we have, <laughs> our very private chat, our very private chat. Speaking speaking of speaking of shitty ads, they came on at like <laughs> forty five in the morning. Call now one nine hundred seven seven seven. Too hot. <laughs> drip your love. One eight hundred. Drip your love. <laughs> Yeah, no, the uh, so basically it, it's it's this right now. Um, we had a, um, excuse me, oh, that was weird. Um, that's from the Bratwurst ate a little earlier. <laughs> Sorry about that. Actually, I did have Bratwurst for dinner tonight. That's so, it. We're uh, coming, we're coming back to the whole blood pressure thing. You can't be having that Bratwurst <laughs> with that, you know. Hey, just look at the size of that turtle. <laughs> what a monster. What a monster is it? You look it's good. Like, you look good. Like it's like a chunk of source. Look at him just sitting there on that chain. You're eating right. You're eating right. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Yeah, that, uh, that actually does sound just like my dad. No, um, Horus Heresy came out last summer, um, which was touted as a new core game for Games Workshop. Um, and then this summer is uh, 40K. So the question is whether or not next summer's big release is going to be Age of Sigmar, which doesn't quite make sense on the timeline. Um, because it will only be three years since the last Age of Sigmar box set. Mm-hmm. So what I'm thinking is, is that next summer is going to be the old world release. I think that they'll finally have everything out by next summer. And that's what that game is going to be released so that the next summer after that is will be um, Age of Sigmar. And then all of the games will be on a four year life cycle, which yep. I I think makes sense to me, at it, least. It, it makes it makes a lot of sense, which uh, means that Games Workshop is not going to do it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I, I, they they could actually do their old their uh, presumably more balanced games on a six with uh, Warhammer and uh, uh, with the, the uh, Horse Heresy. Yeah, I I would I would think that those games would have a little bit more of a lifespan than four years, but it might just be like you know every you know the. Every four years, they're going to do the main sets, and then you know those off years, they might do something else. But usually, they do a new edition release on the summers because that's when they want to make all their monies, right? So where that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping next summer is going to be the old world release. We're going to see. They said they just said there's not going to be a box set, like a starter set for it. Did they? Did they yes. confirm that there's no starter set? They're, they Aww. confirmed that there's no starter set, but that doesn't mean there's not going to be a splash release starter set. That's true. You know, like a two-player box set, like they did with um the Age of Hor- uh, the Horse oh, Heresy Age of Darkness box. That's true. I forgot that. I forgot the Age of Darkness box doesn't actually count as a starter set, even though it's a starter set. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because it's it's too big. It's three hundred bucks. That can't really work as a starter set, even though it is a really great starter set for that game. Right. <laughs> um. So okay. yeah, the, the so probably, it's going to be the same yeah. thing. It's going to be it. It is going to be that. Yeah, they'll do a box set with the Bretonians and Tomb the Tomb Kings. Kings. Yeah, no question. And they'll have like a, uh, um, you know, the rule book in there, a bunch of a bunch of crap and gugas. 
I, I was I was thinking about something. What, what do you think they're going to do with art? Do you think they're going to do? Uh, I had I had a personal thought, but do you think they're just going to do army books? Um, maybe. Um, I think that would make sense. However, um, I, yeah, that's a good question. I never really thought about that. I just kind of assumed that they would do army books. Um, they might do it like they did with, uh, sixth edition release a ravening hordes box a book. You know, so they'll do like the main rule book and then they'll release a Ravening Hordes book, which is like it will probably be soft cover or hard cover and we'll have all of the armies in there mm. with the basic stuff. And then they would roll out army books for it. That could be a possibility. Yeah. I was thinking maybe they were going to do uh, faction or not faction. What is it? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, like faction, faction like books. So like order. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like the like the the first book will have empire and Bretonians, the 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 various empire variants, the various Bretonian variants, probably your dwarves and your high elves. Well, you know that's what they talked about for Horus Heresy was they were going they were talking about releasing um, specific army books for the game. Mm-hmm. However, none of that has happened within the year. So mm-hmm. they did they did um, the. The two, the the loyalists, the traitors, the imperial guard in quotation marks book, the um, and the mechanicum, and now they're doing a campaign book already, mm-hmm. but it'll be interesting. Like they haven't done anything. Like you'd think that they would do like a Sons of Horus book, but you never know. Um. So I, but I think, I honestly think that. Uh, oh God, wouldn't it be great if they did that for Old World and they released like. A twenty dollar thin soft cover rule book for like every army like they used to. Oh like, man, that would actually that would actually be pretty sick. Not sixth and lie. seventh edition. Like I I would buy every single one of them. Yeah, that would be so sick. <laughs> and it's like if they just did it for the Empire, yeah, I would probably buy the fifty dollar book, whatever, one fifty dollar mm-hmm. book. However, if it was twenty dollar books for like twenty armies, I would just I would buy every one of them. Yeah, that'd be so <laughs> sick. <laughs> because because that's what I am. I'd be like, you're not getting like You'll you'll get fifty dollars out of me once, but you'll get four hundred dollars out of me if you bleed it out of me over the course of three years. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's right. If you bleed it out of me five bucks at a time. Yeah, and I I'd do it happily. Like I would give you four hundred dollars <laughs> with a smile on my face if you did it over the course of like three years. Oh, but it, like, but buying like uh you know, buying one fifty dollar book like or buying two fifty dollar books, I'm holding my nose at that point. Like, <laughs> hey, you. I'm disgusted with this. <laughs> and it's like, well, how are you playing with your army then? I have downloaded the rules offline like a normal human being. <laughs> yeah, not I'm not playing that I'm not paying these these outrageous prices. <laughs> I would pay this outrageous price. Playing with these outrageous, playing playing with my 3D printed figures. How dare you, <laughs> sir? How dare you accuse me? <laughs> that's funny. Yes, that's um, but that's exactly it. I do think it's a good question. I think, I'm, but I'm thinking it'll probably be they'll probably do like army books like they used to. Yeah. I know they're I know they're not doing all the armies uh, off the bat. They're only doing like probably maybe five or six at the start. Um, you know, Bretonians, Tomb Kings, Empire, Dwarves, Chaos, probably. Yeah. Um, Kislev. Oh yeah. Well then didn't well yeah, they are doing Kislev. But I don't know. Well we'll see. We'll see. It could be it could be anything at this point. Yeah, I'm interested. 
Me too. I was actually uh uh looking at uh, some pretty good 3D sculpts uh earlier when I was I was doing a organization on my 3D files that I have. And I was like, hmm, it'd be fun to do for an army. This would be fun to do for an army. And then I realized it's like, oh wait, I have all these figures, you know, from six editions. So I can't <laughs> wouldn't make a lot of sense to print them out when I already have the actual figures. <laughs> <laughs> Now, are you, are you going to actually do a Tomb King's army? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. It's it's well. I guess I have every intent to do so, unless something uh, goes awry, like you know, if the prices are like absolutely insane or something like that. Yeah, I, I well, the prices are going to be insane. So let's just be honest there. No, not necessarily, because if that box set is the same, like. If it's the same size and scope as the Horus Heresy one, like I mean, I'm definitely gonna go. I'm definitely gonna go have these with someone. Uh, yeah, but it all depends on what you get in there. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like it has yeah. to be like if like if we're talking the same level of value that the Horus Heresy one had, well when applied so, to these two armies. Yeah, the Horus Heresy one was nice though because it was all Space Marines, so you could use literally both sides of the box. Right for if you're buying it by yourself, but this this one I would just have to go, you know, fifty percent with someone. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to paint Bretonians? Um, I, I I mean I would. And talking the outrageous French I would, accent. I would talk on the outrageous French accent. I would absolutely do this. <laughs> have you played Bretonians with the Total War? Uh I have not, actually. They're one of the few factions I haven't played. I, I wanted to know how uh, how French they were, so uh they're very french that i can tell you that that i can tell you they're like like you can use la ponce de lioness <laughs> la ponce de lioness and yeah. uh, emmanuel macron and yes. uh charles de gaulle <laughs> charles de gaulle <laughs> versing at and the uh the jerry lewis <laughs> all what these famous with, french people what is with what is with jerry lewis in french what, what's up with that um, you know, that's a, it's an age old question. I think it just has to do with physical comedy. The French love physical comedy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, if you ever watch like a French comedy with they really like Jim Carrey, then um, I'm sure that they do. Oh, is that Jim Carrey? He's a man uh, of rubber. Mr. Carrey is the rubber face. <laughs> the rubber face. <laughs> he make a the impression. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, get me a warm baguette. <laughs> uh, yeah no they uh yeah they, if you ever watch a french comedy they're filled with like wacky wacky physical comedy and i don't really get it like yeah. gerard Depardieu, physical comedian hmm. yeah uh aside from him playing uh who's the big fat guy in asterix oh fuck, fuck i don't remember oh, did he play the fat guy or did he play asterix i don't remember i don't actually know yeah i never read any of those books ever same. I've never read it, never read it either. I briefly played. I'm pretty sure I played a video game of Asterisk at some point. I think you just on... played the three Vikings. Yeah. I mean, I could very well be thinking of the three Vikings. It's possible. That's a great game. That is a great game. It's a what's that's a Blizzard. I think did that. Yeah. Pre that. pre World of Warcraft or Warcraft. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. It was Super Nintendo. Asterisk and Obelix. Oh, Obelix is the fat guy. Yeah. yeah. Obelix. So Obelix. Yeah. So I did play that game. You know that there was there was at least some uh, Belgian listening to our podcast going, why do they not know the Asterix and the Abelix? Why does that Belgian sound French? Yeah, uh, because they're he's a he's a uh, a Walloon. Are they the French <laughs> Belgians? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, it's one of those two. I, I don't know. It's like uh, the the Flemish. Are they the Flems or the French? I'm, or... I'm Canadian, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I never read any of those European comics until I was much older. And then I was like, these suck. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Sorry, European listeners who are really into Tintin. <laughs> I never. Yeah, I never read Tintin uh, or anything either. Uh, but you like me read like uh heavy metal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah heavy heavy metal and the uh, yeah the very oh Judge Dread. Yeah, think, all uh, the, like yeah. the the UK comics, all that twenty nine yeah. uh, two thousand AD stuff. two thousand AD stuff. Yeah, I definitely read all that. I fucking love Judge Dread, dude. Man, I was I was so it was it was funny. I was I like like Judge Dread when the movie was coming out. I was actually super excited because I loved Judge Dread, and I'm not gonna lie, I loved that movie when I was a kid. <laughs> that the movie was fucking cool as hell. <laughs> I am the law. <laughs> the law. You come at me, I'm gonna come at you. I, I thought that big robot was the coolest thing. Was just like war. <laughs> I was like, that robot's badass. <laughs> I mean, I, I there has to be a Rob Schneiderless cut of that movie where you cut Rob Schneider out and that movie becomes better. I would be willing to bet a lot of money that that is true. Yeah. Um. You know, and I, of course, uh, um, I, I think it was. It was maligned a little bit more than it needed to. I think I think part of the problem with that movie was by 1995, people were um, Stalloned out. You think so? Yeah, I think people were just kind of done with Sylvester Stallone. And so they were looking for any chink in the armor. Mm, and they were just like, Judge Dredd, this is it. Yeah, there you there. This you, this movie this movie's moderately not good. Let's let's savage him about it. I mean, it was a, it was a, a pretty expensive movie. Mm. It's a lie. The evidence is false. Fine. <laughs> the movie was so <laughs> terrible. Uh, and now everybody's all just like, Dread is so good. It's such a great movie. It's like, yeah, it's it's a good movie. We we got a good Dread movie out of it. You know, we yeah. don't need a, we don't Dread need a sequel. Good. I mean, it might be good. It might be bad. But we have a good movie. So let's just be happy with what we have right now. <laughs> yeah, Dread was good. That's yes. it. Um, what the hell were we? Oh. Back to Bretonians, man. We yes. really should not record at night when we're both like, a, <laughs> like we've been awake all this time. Uh, um, yeah, I, uh, I did, uh, I did find ourselves a a little blast from the past, though. This yeah. is great because I can't show it on the actual podcast because it is a, a verbal medium as opposed to a visual medium. I found <laughs> an exclusive Inquest special. Um, Ooh. From if you remember Inquest magazine, which was a fantastic gaming magazine. Yes, I I loved Inquest. Yeah, Inquest and Toy the 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 not Wizard magazine, Wizard magazines. So Inquest and Toy Fair, I used to religiously read both. I loved the um, what was the what was the sci-fi one they did? Was that? But maybe it was just Inquest. I'm thinking of. But the yes, I, I I followed all of those magazines. The Inquest was especially good because it was it just had great um, gaming stuff in it all the time. Oh, yeah. But I found their Advanced Dungeons and Dragons Player's Guide: Everything You Need to Know About Forgotten Realms, Ravenloft, Dragonlance, and more. Plus oh. the best modules of all time. <laughs> That's badass. Yes. Would you Would you take care to guess on which the what the top 10 or uh what the top dungeons and dragons module of all time is according what, to inquest magazine this is 2e 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 uh so 1999 so it's, it's it's from 2e yes oh shit mm, this is not per- the one that i would put as number one but i do i do 
understand it's not one that people talk about a lot anymore either i don't know i yeah i, I couldn't i couldn't even guess well number 10 is return to the tomb of horrors return to the tomb of horrors oh, oh. number nine dark clouds gather interesting number eight the book of layers two seven the classic scourge of the slave lords six expedition to barrier peak five ravenloft two electric boogaloo the house on griffin <laughs> hill uh four wizards challenge that's an interesting one three tomb of horrors so both the return to the tomb of horrors oh the two more yeah you know tomb of horrors would have been my guess for number one two dragon mountain and number one queen of the spiders uh lolf no that makes sense because that was i think that was the first time like there was ever actually like uh serious adventures with her Yes, Queen Makes of the sense. Spiders. And that one is actually pretty rare to find when you're collect when like in collecting circles. I don't know why. It's like a fairly popular ma- uh, module, but I it, it's just it's very rare and it's very expensive when you do find it. Like over 150 bucks for a bad copy. Damn. Yeah, I know. I, I just I was I was lamenting that at the the game store just just the other day. I was just like I can't believe the prices right now on 2E. And the, it's like one of those things where it's like people have like really shitty copies mm-hmm. of stuff and they're still trying to sell the shitty copies for like extreme amounts of money. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not going to buy a shitty copy for this exorbitant sum. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, it's kind of, but I mean, like, obviously someone is because these copies are going. So right yeah. now on, uh, on eBay on the Bay, which always is inflates the prices the queen of the spiders right now a a full copy with the maps um averaging about 300 bucks damn i know tell me about it when you could easily play the fourth uh, ed version paid for like 40 bucks and you can get that <laughs> sure <laughs> but you'd have to play you'd have to play fourth edition then i, I mean i like I, like i've said many times fourth edition is the edition that most dnd players should be playing <laughs> the one that they want to play yeah that's the one that they want to play they got yeah. they got gaslit by influencers into thinking that fourth edition was bad when it was actually the game that they really really want fifth edition to be were there influencers back with fourth edition was around i, I get there had to be someone someone turned the tide on that that game because like i said like it it was fine so i don't know there was there were influencers then yeah i mean that was there were there were de- there were definitely influencers yeah then. but that wasn't like influencers like we we call them now no not like now wow i'm actually looking here the lowest sold copy of queen of the spiders uh went for 150 bucks on ebay that's crazy so if you get queen of the spiders people sell it make some money yeah make some make some cash flood the market bring the price down (laughs) flood it baby yeah i was um you know, I've been because it's so sad. I'm going through my old one. I'm doing all my inventory and I'm just I'm fixing up old modules, making sure that stuff has maps, stuff doesn't have map, like listing out like what's complete, what's incomplete. Mm-hmm. And like I, I will sometimes what I used to do is I would take the receipt from when I would buy it at a bookstore or something like that. And I'd write how much I got from it. Right? I paid for it on the receipt. And uh like all these ones, I'm like five, six bucks. And then I look it up online and it's like $75. And I was like, Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it's not, it's not bad. Cause I, you know, I will sell it and I'll make some money off of it eventually, but I miss the thrill of the hunt, Steve. That's what I miss. I miss going uh, into like a, a used bookstore and seeing a stack of 
you know, one E modules, like the the really shitty ones for like two bucks a piece. Oh, they're just, uh, just miserable ones. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, like 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 a dungeon world or you know all that stupid stuff like the the really <laughs> bad ones from one e i was i was thinking about that like what i want to do over the summer is when the gaming room is completed i'm going to run um i'm, I'm running tyranny of dragons is basically what it mm. is so that's the the combined version of horde of the dragon queen and rise of tiamat uh i'm gonna yes. i want to run the whole thing and people don't like that that's the reason why i want to run it because I want to see if I can make it fun. Um, but people don't like it because it's it doesn't have as many um what's the word I'm looking for? Uh it's not as sandbox as people want. It's very yeah. linear. Which is which is which is crazy to me because like if you want sandbox, why the hell are you using a module? Exactly. Um that's and I I I I'm I'm mad at myself because I went online on on YouTube to look up resources for this for this manual to kind of just start planning it out and doing things correctly with it. And I don't know why the hell anybody watches any of these people on YouTube. Like dude, I don't know. These people are just miserable fucks all of them. <laughs> like, I don't know, dude. I know mean? it's like, oh, I've run this campaign and this campaign. And I could tell you this campaign's not not as good. It's, you know, blah blah blah. And I'm just like Dude, you're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Like, calm down. You're basically doing improv with a bunch of people, you know, who have no idea what they're doing, and they just want to beat stuff up. Right. Basically, <laughs> basically, the module is just trying to keep them from becoming murder hobos. Is that's yes. what a module is? It's doing its best to try and keep them from just murder hoboing their way through everything. Yeah, because trust me, they would. They yes. would. I mean, that was. Uh, I think somebody. They're already that. doing it. Yes. I think it was someone on the uh, on the uh, on the Discord was talking about some. Here it is. Um, Luke's quitting YouTube from Geek Gaming Scenics, and I'm like, "Who's Luke? Why are and you like, telling me this?" And like I said, Luke, obviously. Yeah. Am I supposed to know this guy? Like I, the fact that I know Duncan Rhodes, I think is uh, is pretty impressive on my end. Well, no, that was on the official Games Workshop site. You would have seen that at some point. It would be I, impossible well, to avoid Duncan Two Coats Rhodes. Yes, exactly. He became a meme unto himself. <laughs> That's right. But it's, <laughs> but it's like when the 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 most recent person left Games Workshop. The the girl, I can't remember her name. The woman, I should say, not the girl. And she as well. The other yes. guy. Well, everyone was like, "This person's leaving the their painting thing." I'm like, "Who?" <laughs> Like, I don't know any of these people. My finger is so <laughs> far off the pulse of these YouTube people. I have no idea. I'm just going to I just I just always feel like they're I don't know. They, they I, I feel like the negativity from them when I watch their videos, like they're so <laughs> miserable doing something that they should love. Mm. I do like the Goonhammer guy, though. I will. I will say that one. I like him. Yes. Yeah. Goonhammer. Goonhammer's I. Yeah. Yeah. He's he, I think. His website, at least, is very well maintained and very informational. My my favorite gaming my favorite gaming personality is obviously the Bard, the Bard, the Bard. Yeah, because he because he updates once like every eight months and also uh, does not ever actually talk about game stuff. It's great. <laughs> there you go. Well, it's, it's it. Who was the who was the guy from Seinfeld? The the king. Oh yeah, the the Wiz, the Wiz, the Wiz. Is it the, the Wiz? Nobody beats him. Nobody beats the Wiz. The Wiz, and nobody beats him. Yes. Um. What was that? Oh yeah. Uh. I'm trying to run. I'm so I'm gonna I'm gonna run Tyranny of Dragons. But what I was thinking about doing 
was I kind of wanted to get like a group of hardcore D and D players, like old school D and D players. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to run, um, the, the old, old a one, a two modules. You know what I'm talking about? Like the first few modules that they, that they ever put out, um, like slave pits of the undercity secrets of the slaver stockade assault on the area of slave Lords. Okay. You know, like do the whole scourge of the slave lord series with them just mm. to see how it would go i was th i was thinking that's kind of what i was what i would want to do i mean that's sweet i know you just to do some rocks fall kill everybody type gaming <laughs> yes yeah they don't they don't get a choice they just people just die constantly in those games everybody everybody needs that uh uh the the six foot pole it's the first thing you gotta buy it's six foot pole. and don't say well you could just run dungeon crawl classic no i'm talking we're gonna play this old school like nobody's gonna bathe for two weeks we're all gonna get together there'll be a big bowl of doritos um a lot of mountain dew and we're gonna run that we're gonna do yeah. it all day run the entire <laughs> scourge of the slave lords yes do it <laughs> Oh man, I'd have to like, I'd have to run. <laughs> I'd have to get all my one e rule books out and figure out what the hell's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds lit. Yes, you can't do this according to this rule book. Why? I don't know. It says it says right here. Gary Gygax says you can't do it. You yeah, can't do no, it. Not allowed. And it's just a there's a picture of Gary Gygax pointing at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's a picture of Gary Gygax shaking his finger like uh, Dennis Nedry from Jurassic yeah, World. Yeah, yeah, Jurassic he's Park. wagging his finger like no. Uh, 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 you didn't say the magic word. That's right. Yeah. The, uh, but yes, that's, that's kind of my plan right now for, um, for, for D and D I, I want to do that. I was, um, I was actually just at the gaming store planning and picking up some, I was actually looking at minis because I was looking to see if they had any Ooh. specific minis for tyranny of dragons and they do, and they look horrible. Like, uh, well, yeah, are they the WizKids ones? Yeah, or the 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 Nolzers, they those WizKids, right? Yeah, that's WizKids. Yeah, I was like, eh, I don't know about that. Like, I, I would if they were like a dollar each. I I would, but they were like five dollars each, and I'm like, I don't want to pay that for these terrible figures. <laughs> I mean, especially when I could just print them. Yeah, uh, I I think uh, I think skinny minis is the uh, the skinny way to go. Minis? Skinny minis, yeah. What's skinny minis. So skinny minis is a they're 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 two D minis, uh, but they're made from acrylic. Oh yeah, I've seen those. Is that yeah, like a specific company? Yes, they're a specific company. Skinny minis is a specific company. I believe that they're the best quality um, of that the the two D minis uh at the moment right now. Oh, these are pretty uh, interesting. I'm looking them up right now. Yeah, I think that they are um they're good durability, they're not flimsy cuz I I I actually messed with a few different companies of these and um out of all of them I think I feel that these are the least flimsy. Uh they're not going to get blown over. They're not really thin. They're they're pretty durable. The art is very nice. Um yeah, I I those are the ones that I would recommend if you're going to if you're going to do a minis based RPG like I think they're I think they're perfect for it. Yeah, I kind of like these. I, I, yeah. I, the artwork looks very, um, 2E. I like it. Yeah, they're sweet. The, they yeah. are, they're definitely not too, um, like they don't have that World of Warcraft influence that you see too often in, uh, in a lot of, a lot of the modern fantasy stuff. 
Yeah, yeah. Skinny minis, the stuff look, just looks kind of like classic fantasy. It doesn't look like uh, World of Warcraft really at all. It's like, why Why does everyone have giant shoulder pads? What's the point of that? <laughs> yeah, the huge fucking shoulder pads. Yeah. All right. They've also got Lovecraftian horrors as well, which is, you know, always pretty sweet. So, okay. So what is the number one um, Forgotten Realm supplement from 2E? Uh, something to do with Dritz. Um, actually, no, not to do with Dritz. Wow. I, then in that case, I don't know. It is the Randall Morn trilogy. I don't what know fuck what is Randall Morn. I have no idea. Like I'm a like, I, I, you know that there's like once again some Belgian person yelling at us. <laughs> Why is this Belgian Frenchman yelling at us? <laughs> Why is he yelling at us? <laughs> All right, so um, let's see. Uh, so is it, wow, actually, uh, the Return of Randall Morn is what it's called. Uh, huh. Part one in the Randall Morn trilogy, the Sword of the Dale. Oh, uh, wait, is this Sword of Dale? The Sword of Dales. Okay. I have so, no idea, bro. I've no, I have no idea. I've, I've never heard of this adventure path ever. Okay, so it's the Sword of Dales, Return of Randall Morn, and it's the Secret of Spider Haunt. Those huh. are the three. And I know, I know, of Secret of Spider Haunt, and I know, um, Sword of the Dales. I have both those. I don't think I have Return of Randall Morn, but uh, according to uh, Inquest Magazine, uh. An easy-to-follow format and a compelling mystery tailored for low-level characters make this series perfect for both first-time DMs and beginning players, but it's just as good for seasoned veterans who want to start a new campaign from the beginning. Oh. Number two is Drow of the Underdark. There we go. There, yes. There's the Dritz one. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Ooh, the Marco Volo trilogy. <laughs> yes, and uh, what do you think uh, Ravenloft, the number one for Ravenloft is? It's got to be Curse of Strahd. Um, no, actually, well, there was no Curse of Strahd in, uh... What was, is, what was the Strahd book named? Strahd's something? No, Wasn't I believe... there a Strahd book in Tui? I could have sworn there was a specific uh, Strahd The book. main box is Realm of Terror. Um, that was, that was the, the first one that was, like, the, the Ravenloft box set. Mm, um, okay. actually, the top ten, uh, the number one is Von Richten's Guide to Vampires. Um, it's a, uh... It's 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 an essential. Oh, it just says top ten Ravenloft products. It's not actually, uh, um, like modules. Ah, okay. So okay. it's essential if you want to play a, a an NPC vampire character. Mm. Yes. <laughs> this is this is uh, and then you have Greyhawk, of course. Uh, and I I wouldn't say and Dragonlance, but Dragonlance and Greyhawk are both five because they're not as cool in second in two E. Um. Planescape is in here. I know you love Planescape. I do. I do love Planescape. I'm not gonna and lie, I fucking love Planescape. Planescape's got a five. It got only five, and then it's got Best of the Rest, where you only get one thing from Al Kadim, Birthright, Dark Sun, Spelljammer, and Linkmar. Truly an outrage. Linkmar. I know, especially because I know how much you love Al Kadim. I do love Al Kadim. Yeah. Well, there you go. Maybe I maybe I'll run a, a, an Al Kadim D and D campaign for you. Just you. It'll be me and you. We'll do a one player. Nice. <laughs> and then, uh, but you have to put up with me 
constantly singing songs from Aladdin while playing it. Arabian nights, like Arabian days. <laughs> One jump ahead of the... Dun, 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 dun. I steal only what, what I, can I can't afford. afford. And that's, that's everything. everything. <laughs> Riff rat, street rat. I don't buy that. Phony, <laughs> they look closer. <laughs> I I have this thought in my head of like getting a bunch of players together to play El Kadim, right? Uh-huh. And it starts off, they're all like, I'm just I'm just doing Aladdin is all I'm doing, but I'm not telling them I'm doing Aladdin. Right. The entire okay. time, I, I just waiting for them to figure out that I'm basically running them through the movie Aladdin. <laughs> I love it. I, I just, but tr- tr- treating it super seriously, and then like saying like, "Joe, are you, are you doing Aladdin? No, no, not at all. No, this is a completely unique campaign. <laughs> no, no, no. You have to be like Aladdin. Aladdin. Yeah. yeah. What? I've never heard of that. No. So, so anyway, <laughs> uh, are you guys going to enter the cave of mysteries? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to enter the cave of wonders? The cave of wonders. Yeah. <laughs> are you are you sure you want to touch that gold are you never sure? <laughs> had a friend like me wow this uh, genie you created sure does a lot of 1980s references <laughs> i'm losing to a rug <laughs> <laughs> oh god because you know that you know um that's the one thing kids in the '90s really love was references to William F. Buckley. Everyone was yes. all about that back yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think I got a lot of those, but that's because my dad showed me all the old weird shit, so like Peter Lorre and stuff. Like, well, yeah. I mean, so, but I can imagine like if anything else, just like it's just like hey, he's doing a funny voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I now I really want to do that. I just want to just want to run Aladdin. Do it. Aladdin actually, Aladdin actually is a pretty good D and D campaign when you think about it. Uh, no, it's perfect. It's a perfect D and D campaign. You get hired by the nobility. You know the the. It's got the a king. hook. You, you got a hook right that right at the beginning. Yeah, the, you got a hook. The, the king, the king's vizier, sends you on a mission, uh, to go get. Or no, no, the party gets arrested. Yes, and then a creepy old man in the dungeon. tells the party that there's a magic lamp that they need to go get uh, and they'll be rewarded and then the party goes with the old man to the cave of wonders to get the magic lamp they go get the lamp they're betrayed by the old man who's revealed to be the evil vizier of the king and uh they had you know the the party um well it's as long as the party trips the trap that that causes the the cave to collapse oh yeah i mean they've got it they're they're, they've got to grab the giant you know worth worth their character estimates 10,000 GP yes. uh, uh, Ruby. Exactly. And so, yeah, that's, that's how you do that right there. Oh, hold on. I got to end this and then we'll, we'll start back up. All right. But yes. So yeah, you'd, you'd have that. And then you get granted the three wishes and then you have yes. to, and that leads you on from there to the, the next part and so on and so forth until you defeat the vizier. That's right. Until you defeat the evil vizier in a wizard battle. Yes. A wizard battle where you get trapped inside the genie's lamp. That's right. You have to you, you have to uh, trick him into making a stupid wish. So uh, yes, there you go. It's perfect. It works. It does work. So uh, for for any of you guys need it, we're going to be writing the uh, the dungeon crawl classic of uh, Al Adin. <laughs> Al Adin. I like it. It's oh Al Adin. <laughs> <laughs> or Al Kadim. It's Al Adin. Al Adin. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Perfect. Um. 
I did uh oh, what was I want to say um did we did we talk about um the what's it called the um golden demon winners from uh no, we did not I don't because I don't think it was announced when we when we recorded yet correct that's correct yeah I so I had a a thought on how to fix part of the um golden demon problem mm -hmm. so for those who don't know and haven't heard me bitch about it a thousand times which i'm sure is no one listening to this podcast because we're close to 300 episodes and if you're sticking if you're with us now you probably did not just start listening to us you probably have been listening for a while and you hate your life we're um veteran we all have veteran listeners veteran listeners the they're, gri they're grizzled they've been through it part of the problem with golden demons is that you you generally only get one entry, right? Most people, it's like a one entry deal. They enter for the first time with their, their they, I just worked really hard on this model to paint it and I did my best on it. And I did blending and I followed everything that Duncan Rhodes says to do on his page to do. And I'm entering it right now. And they don't even make first <laughs> cut. And they're so heartbroken and disappointed that they never enter again. That's, right? that's the majority of people who do Golden Demon, yes. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That is, that's the majority of the people who do it. You do have people who stick around for it. You know, people usually make first cut. They're like, I'm, next time I'm going to do it. Next time I'm going to make it. Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, you have the people who uh, enter the junk categories to try and win one. Uh, yes. Which with the new junk category, by the way, is small scale figure. So uh, people who did stuff for aeronautica or titanicus ah okay that's 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 the new that's the new uh get get in get in while the getting's good get in while the getting's good um lord of the rings is still but you know people do some really nice stuff with lord of the rings yeah i've, I've seen some really good lord of the Rings stuff recently yeah so if, if you want to get in there you go for the the small scale one that's the one to enter um but the problem is is that you have people coming in from all over the world to compete in golden demons and because they need to improve their own internet cred, mm -hmm. so to speak. So I know that the guy from uh, the U.S. won one in the U he's from the U.S., but still a lot of people from overseas. Um, I was thinking, like my my standard response to this is always: once you win gold in a category, you're not able, you're not allowed to enter that category. That'd be the way to solve the problem. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the major problems. So, hey, you won gold in um, a fantasy unit. That's awesome. You're not allowed to enter fantasy unit anymore. You can enter a fantasy unit, but it has to go to open. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're, you're, you've, you've conquered the category. Mm-hmm. And so that way, you know, it opens it up for some people who, you know, might have a chance. I mean, granted, it might water down some of the winners eventually, but I don't think – I think you'll get more people thinking they have a chance if it's not the same – people winning every year in those sure. categories um that that's my that's my number one way that i think you could fix the cat the 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 golden demon problem another way is by you have to regionalize it so if um you know um uh you, francois diderot from uh belgium enters in the you can't enter in the u.s because he he could only enter in the French Golden Demon or the UK one, whatever's closer for that year. Mm -hmm. So like they say, like all right, US one is only for people who are from North and South America, right? 
You can't fly in from Spain to enter into the U.S. Golden Demons. Sorry, Dan, um, my friend Dan from Spain. Uh, <laughs> you cannot enter the Golden Demons in the U.S. Not that he would. But he's like one of those really like polite people who's like, oh, my painting is not that good. And then he's like, he wins all of the awards. Mm. Like, like Europeans do. He actually gets mad at me because I call out European bullshit on the on the uh, and the Golden Demons. Like when you you know <laughs> you know European bullshit when you see it because they're like it's a fully sculpted bust of like an Eldar warlock, and you're like sure. that's some European bullshit. No that's American did that bullshit. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> like it's mounted on a block of brie. Of course, it's European bullshit. Mm, brie. Yes, I mean that would get me. I would just be like, yeah, this one's better. <laughs> it's but true. it's barely but it's barely painted yeah but i you know the brie i think it would be really... uh, you know actually there was some big news that we didn't cover did you hear about the 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 500 pounds of pasta dumped in new jersey <laughs> hey you know you know who you know who did that it was big anthony from streganona big anthony Don't you, did you ever read streganona as a kid no <laughs> It's like a, it's like an Italian storybook and like this old witch, Straganona, she's got a magic pot and it keeps on making all this pasta and Big Anthony keeps eating all the pasta and he gets sick and then it makes so much pasta you can't eat it all. It's from Big Anthony. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That is that is true. That is a, a mystery. Uh, apparently it makes the river smell like sewage because it's all rotting. Yeah, it's apparently super nasty. I, I'm wondering if it's like, like they, if the mafia took some guy and turned him into pasta. You think so? I want you to take Jimmy the uh, Jimmy the Polak, and I want you to turn him into spaghetti. What? Polak. What boss? Spaghetti. You want you want me to turn him into spaghetti? Yeah, you heard me. All right. <laughs> so they turn him into spaghetti. Well, they turn him into spaghetti. Yeah, check. I out. don't. I don't know if it would be through magic or some sort of other otherworldly means, but they probably did it. I mean, they could just you know put him in like a an, an extruder. I assume. Just like, I, I I'm a, yeah maybe. Up. <laughs> yeah, just just grind him up, extrude him into a no into a noodle shape. These two goombas are sitting there like arguing, like, "How do we do this? I don't know. Well, maybe we maybe you just we... put him in the grinder. <laughs> yeah, but he's gonna come out like meat. You can't. That's like a meat sauce. I can make the meat. I can make. I can make Jimmy the Pollock into a meat sauce, but I can't make him into pasta. But but we could use you know we could use a you know what a the hot dog wrap. You know we just squeeze him out into a real thin hot dog wrap. So it's like a wiener, but real long. No, no, no. That's just a sausage at that point. That's just a sausage. We got to make him in. Like, so what the, if we take him? The boss says we got to make him into spaghetti. Spaghetti. You got to make him into a spaghetti. <laughs> We're gonna make what him if, into a spaghetti. What if we? What if we? What if we? What if we roll him into into spaghetti flour? That's and then what we do I'm the thinking. Whole, we do the whole thing, and then it's like Kramer making making the spaghetti, making the the, the dough. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's great. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about now. I don't know. Our our tangent was really good though. Uh yeah. Uh so I to the um something else I wanted to talk about with Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, movie's coming out on May 30th, by the way. It's already on video on demand. Oh, I will uh I will watch it when it comes to streaming. Yes. Um well this is what I'm saying. It's it is streaming right now. Well, I mean well, on demand is what you want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking that'll that'll probably be in like June, like late June. After the because the I'm gonna pick it up on Blu-ray. I really love that movie. And I watched I just watched it again recently. So I'm like, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up on the Blu-ray. 
I'm going to add un- to my D&D collection. It is unfortunate that it was murdered by Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, and John Wick, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, I mean, like, let's be fair. Mario was always going to make a bajillion dollars. Yes, and also destroy anything that tried to launch against it, though. So. Yeah. Hey, it's a me, Mario. Oh, Chris Pratt, you sound so good. <laughs> Mushroom Kingdom, here we go. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know what I love most about Mario is I love that like they're not not incels but like gamers in general get so mad at like kids being in the theater while they're trying to watch the Mario Brothers movie (laughs) (laughs) this is Uh, a movie for children don't you know that it is for current children yes I mean they are kind of man childish but it's a movie for children I actually didn't go see it which I'm I kind of regret, but I also I just was so tired when that movie came out. I was like, I can't I can't go see a movie right now. You just I, I told my wife, I'm like, you take the kids, enjoy it. I'm going to stay at home and take a nap. I can't do this. <laughs> no more situations today. No more. No more situations. No more movies. I had seen like a <laughs> bajillion movies. I was done. <laughs> done. Yeah, I was, uh, and I was trying to look at like movies that I'm going to see this summer with my kids, and everything is coming out literally the first week in June. And I'm like, I, uh, I'm that's right. I'm, I'm going on vacation that week when like 18 movies are coming out. Jesus, I know. I'm going. Uh, I'm going to be going to Washington D.C. to steal the Declaration of Independence. You're not supposed to say it out loud. No, I want them to hear it so it becomes more challenging. Oh, I see. It's like one of those things. It's like a hardcore mode. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a call out to the the security guards. A call, <laughs> a call out post. Oof! Yeah. I didn't realize the U.S. government was so problematic. Soft blocking them now. <laughs> Soft blocking them. Have I, Steve, have have I been shadow banned? <laughs> the U.S. Shadow government banned? shadow banned me. They shadow banned me. They shadow banned me, Jerry. <laughs> On the Discord. <laughs> On the Discord. <laughs> my my wife. Yes. My wife is so excited. She got us tickets to go to the top of the Washington Monument. And I, I, I did ask her, I go, if I peed on the Washington, at the top of the Washington Monument, would that mean that it's mine at that point? Because I own it. Like, I've marked my territory. I think that's, I think, I think by standard, I, I don't know if they've changed that, but I'm pretty sure by standard America rules, that is, that is correct. That's true. Like, I, I wonder if I could pee off the Washington Man- Monument, uh, like, I want I like I know I'd get in trouble. Now, like the other thing too, if you hit someone, if you hit someone with your pee from the Washington Monument, you got to marry him. That's also the rules. Oh, that's the that's a rule now. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, established so. in 1842. Yeah, from from the first monument, Pissaruni. Yeah. So I, but I, I'm wondering if I did pee off the Washington Monument, like what's the level of trouble I'd get into? Like, uh, well, you'd probably, you would probably get bumped up to the point where they would charge you with like a felony sex crime. Oh yeah. You don't uh, want the sex crimes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 that's the thing that's rough is like, they, 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 they try to, they try to, uh, slap you with the sex crime when you're just trying to go to the bathroom. Yeah. That, and that's bullshit. It is bullshit. What if I just peed my pants up at the top of the Washington Monument? See, now, now you're talking. There's nothing they can do about that. They get nothing they can do about that. Not this is not against the law to piss or defecate in your own pants. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here on Game Classy, folks. <laughs> it's not against the law. This guy's pissing himself. Is it against the law? Is it against the law? <laughs> oh god, he shit his pants too. Oh fuck, it smells so bad. It's again is it against the law? 
is it against the law? <laughs> How is this against the law? <laughs> it's like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Nothing. Nothing. You ain't going to do nothing. nothing. Nothing's against the law. If there's nothing I'm doing is against the law. And I, <laughs> nothing I'm doing is against the law. <laughs> but what if the what if a little turd came out your pant leg? I, you know, I don't actually know if human poopies is considered littering. <laughs> you know, it's like... <laughs> Because, because you know, like you, if you poop your pants and you're not wearing a diaper, there's a good chance you're going to have a little turd roll out your pant leg. Yeah, you could just be like, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I have no idea where that came from, <laughs> sir. You obviously just pissed yourself. I, hey, 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 that's not against the law. Yeah, it's not against the law. <laughs> I, get I get your own mice. I get your own poisoning and die. You know, now if you'll excuse me, I got 700 pounds of pasta to dump. <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. <laughs> the fucking pasta, man, it's so good. It's just mounds and mounds of pasta. <laughs> yeah. I, uh. The only thing I could think of, and this is this is what I was thinking, is is that someone had like a bunch of pasta, like someone stole <laughs> a bunch of dry pasta, <laughs> right? Uh huh. So, or like, let's say you stole a, a, a truck and the truck was filled with dried pasta. You can't sure. do anything with that pasta. You no. can't sell it. Right. There's nothing you do with it. Yeah. So they just dumped it and then it got wet from like rain or something. And it kind of just, you know, that's that, that's what you got right there. That's what I'm assuming it is. Okay. But yeah, I, I didn't see it. Did they, didn't they figure out who did it though? I'm not sure. Uh, let me, let me see. Uh, yeah, new... this this could be a this could be a riveting update to this news story. Let me see. Uh, new Joy Z pasta. <laughs> uh, the new Joy Z. Oh, the they they did pasta. solve it. Mm. Um. Uh. Let's see. Uh. Sorry. So. So it was some guy. Okay. It was a man cleaning out a pantry. That's what it says. Uh, I mean, so according to this guy, I mean, I really feel like he was just trying to clean out his parents' house. And they were probably just shocked, uh, stocked up from COVID. They were, it's uh, probably like a generational thing. Like my grandparents always have a cupboard full of cans and pasta, you know, just to be safe. So he took all that and he dumped it in the woods. I mean, that's literally what what the article says right there. Accent Uh... was added by me, of course. Yeah, he, he sounds like he's more from Chicago than actual like New Joy, New Jersey. But Gabagool over here. Hey, that Gabagool. Speaking of, you want you want to hear about how Italian I I am? I was I, I yeah. Tell me. This is this is some Western suburb stuff right here. I went over to Frankie's Deli. You know Frankie's. I know you know Frankie's. Yeah, yeah I know Frankie's. Yeah, we used to go there for the air and scene when we worked at the bunker. Yeah, that's right. Um, but they uh they moved location and I went there the other day just to get a sandwich. Cause I, I like getting my uh, prosciutto, sun-dried tomatoes, a little basil, a little uh, a little balsamic vinegar. That's mm-hmm. what I like on my sandwich, right? But uh, I went there and they actually had prosciutto ends, like the end of the prosciutto. Um, they had like it wrapped up for sale, and I got real excited about it. <laughs> so nice. I immediately bought one and took <laughs> nice. it home. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I cooked it up. I made a nice carbonara with it. I made a carbonara sis. Yeah. Don't talk to UK people about carbonara. They make the worst carbonara. Shots fired. Carbonara. Yes. Uh, let's see. 
I want, I want to check and see if we have other, any other type of tabletop gaming news uh, from tabletop gaming news. Ooh. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. Didn't you want to say something? Wasn't there a new version of War of the Ring out? Oh, oh, uh, no, I just got the War of the Ring second edition was just recently reprinted. Uh, oh, it was th- reprinted. I think, it's the, I think it's the third printing. Yeah. So uh, if you've been if you if you missed out uh, on the last wave, you know, get it get it now uh it's it's super dope um yeah i'm, I, I'm really excited to got my I copy. saw a giant play mat for it the other day yep, i got that too yeah did you really yeah it's cool as fuck <laughs> is that like the only board game you own because i know you're not like yes. huge on the board games yeah war of the ring is war of the it's well technically the i have the duke as well so I got the war duke. of the ring and the duke and the whiz I don't have the whiz, but I would like to. I, I do want to now. Now I do want to release a reskin of the Duke called the Whiz, the whiz which is characters <laughs> from Seinfeld. And nobody beats him. Nobody beats the Whiz. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, so, you just yeah. got kicked in the head by Crazy Joe Davola. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, yeah, I'm pretty stoked for War of the Ring. I'm actually going to um, uh, paint it up with some contrast. I got the or not contrast. The um, I got the new reformulated uh, speed paints. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna give them a shot from uh, uh, from Army Painter. I'm gonna give them a shot on the uh, Lord of Things. They have, they have a lot of colors now, so if they uh, if they don't bleed, they'll be good. <laughs> if it bleeds, we can kill it. And and yeah, and I found out why I wasn't having too much trouble with with any with any of the bleeding issues because I wasn't using any blues or reds when I first tested. Was that like the ones who were really bleeding? The, the ones that were really really bad were the blues and the reds. Yeah, oh, that's, that's interesting. Yes, although they are all fixed. I, I don't know if anyone saw the, the 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 most incredible fix for if you have the old ones. It was, it's hilarious. Uh, use GW contrast medium, fifty <laughs> fifty. It fixes the bleeding issue completely. It was the, one of the craziest things I saw. So th- there you go. If you want to, fi- if you have the original ones, but they're all reformulated now. There's a bunch of new colors, and also in this one, in this box, they have their speed paint metallics, Ooh, which I so, yeah. I'm very interested to see how those actually look in person. I just painted a Renaissance fair shield for my son. Like he had like a little wooden one from the Renaissance fair last year. Mm-hmm. And I, I just painted it with some contrast paints and it actually worked really well. Nice. Cause yeah. Cause I mean the, 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 I'll send you this message on Facebook. Cause I'm sure everyone's seen it uh, a bunch of times, but like the, 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 the metallics, like they look, pretty damn impressive like if they end up looking as good as the the pictures i've seen like i i'll be very excited about them okay i'll I'll take a look i you know um i it, it does sound interesting to me and i i would like some i think i would like metallics for like a contrast metallics just to go over metallics when i'm working on them yeah it could be it's super good for that because generally most of the work I've done right lately with with contrasts while painting have really just been for like almost as pseudo inks in a mm. lot of ways. I'm a, I, I have officially entered the Grognard stage of of gaming. I have started a Napoleonic army. Oh, God. I knew. <laughs> I'm not going to make you I'm not doing anything where you'll have to pay attention to any of my Napoleonic, Steve. We've lo- we've lost them, everyone. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I I painted up a unit of 95th rifles, the Sharps rifles, from a from a from a Sharps rifles TV show. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yes, you do. With Sean Bean. Oh, the 50 shillings on the drum. Yeah, that guy. Oh shit! 
Nice. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's actually, and there's even like a little Sean Bean uh, figure that it came with oh, a little set. Oh shit! Yeah, the fu- fuck yeah. Yeah, was that over the that's over the hills and far away? I think. I, think I, have, I have no idea. I never even watched the show. Uh, I don't remember. I, I I watched one episode. It was okay. I was watching some clips of it on uh, on the on the Yub Tubs, and they uh, all of the French guys were really fat and old. <laughs> so they, it's like they obviously just got reenactors that go. <laughs> <laughs> It's always my uh, my favorite thing about all reenactors is like anytime you go to reenactment, it's like the average age of a soldier in at Waterloo was like you know twenty two years old, and all these guys are obviously in their sixties. Yes, because <laughs> they're the only ones who can afford to put all the shit together so that they could go out there and march around. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh good god! All right, so do we? We don't have anything else to talk about, do we? Uh, no, I don't think so. I know I'm going to end this podcast and fucking remember something that I wanted to talk about, and I can't think of anything right now. It is driving me up the wall. <laughs> it's your fault for uh, for for making us record on a, on a Monday night instead of our normal time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know. Yes. Well, I mean, I, I think uh, most of our listeners will be able to tell the difference. We're not as lethargic as we are in the mornings. Well, very good. All right. Uh, so go to the Game Classic Facebook page. It's the best way you can get to our Discord page. Uh, that's where we have a link. We usually put it up with the uh, with the podcast on the Facebook. Uh, the Discord is basically where we hang out now, where we talk about. We got tons of channels on the Discord. We talk about all sorts of different stuff. Um, you know, just, uh, you know, yammer on about whatever have you. Mostly about horror movies. I've been a little disappointed with Joe Bob lately. The last two oh, weeks. Yeah. Last two weeks were not not my favorite. No, oh, I, I'm 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 so far behind on Joe Bob, but I so I don't know who was on the last two weeks. Um, they did do the uh the classic uh they they did for Cinco de Mayo, they had um they had two movies from Mexico on there, which were pretty good. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, the both movies. Uh, well, the first movie was it's an it's one I'd seen before, and it was. A terrible movie, but it's kind of fun in that terrible way. Okay. And the second one was this one that was like called like uh, "Tigers Aren't Afraid." And oh, I you know I keep seeing that as like a recommended movie, but I've never actually watched it. Is it good? Um, it was very good, but it wasn't really a horror movie. Okay. It it but it was just it was more depressing than anything. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, Tigers are not afraid. That's what it is. And uh, don't panic was the one that was uh the 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 kind of the classic one from the 1980s okay uh and then they did uh this week they did babadook which i can't watch the babadook again fuck that movie yeah it's the <laughs> it was just depressing uh it's also too long it is a very very long movie um and they also did the mothers which is a black exploitation film which is good but not a horror movie so i'm kind of like i was a little disappointed by that mm. yeah not that it matters too much but yeah. but actually the yeah, Joe Bob's still usually a pretty good time. Yeah. The week two was the best one because they did Witchboard, which is one of my favorites. I don't remember if you the classic uh, early 90s movie Witchboard. Oh, I've never seen it. You've never seen Witchboard. I would recommend it. It's very, very homoerotic. Ooh. Well, I mean, I'm I'm sold. <laughs> and uh, The Devil's Reign, which is a movie that I only know because I know Shatner and Shatner's in it. <laughs> and it's it was... I, I'd never seen it, and I was like tickled by how bad and good it was. Like it's a terrible movie, but it's kind of fun to watch. 
so anyway, yes, we do we do have uh, channels where we discuss horror and mostly Star Trek. That's all we ever really talk about on the Discord is Star Trek. Yeah, and then um, uh, and well now and now you, can, you know well now you can talk about Sharp. It's true. I'm not gonna. I, I will not drag anybody into my Napoleonics with me. <laughs> I'm I, I'm doing this on my own. I will be doing a a, a French army and a and a British army, and that's it. Because because I want to have one, and I've never painted one before. Um, Shipping's on the drum, my friend. You gotta you gotta do the sharp ending theme uh, for this episode. <laughs> you gotta throw it in here. <laughs> I'll see if I can find it, but I probably won't. We'll just we'll make up our own sharp ending it'll be like sharp 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 yeah um yeah we go um the best way you can help out the podcast is like subscribe uh like comment and subscribe on the itunes or like comment and subscribe on the twitter i don't know sorry on the youtube where we also are located um if you'd like to get in contact with me outside of all of those you can also find me on instagram i'm at game classy joe steve is currently off Everywhere except the Discord. That's really the place where he's. I'm most off active. the grid. But yeah, I'm on Discord. So if you wanna, if you wanna talk to me, you know, I'm there. The grid. If you wanna join the Immortal Empires campaign on Saturdays, 2 p.m. Central, it's there. I was um, th- so this year is the like 10th anniversary of the release of Daft Punk's Random Access Memories. Mm-hmm. Um, so they uh, Pitchfork just did a downgrade of it. They it was like an 8.0 and it went down they they downgraded it to like a 6.3. Oh my. And and it, it did cause a stir. I mean, Pitchfork does stuff like this just so you could generate headlines. Um I think it's unfair though. I think Random Access Memories though being the weakest of of Daft Punk's um canon, so to speak. They only have four albums though. Yeah. Like and the the four the other three are really really good. And so it's like Random Access yeah, Memories Random Access Memories has some bangers. Exactly. Maybe it's not as good as Discovery, but it's still really good. But none of it is as good as the Tron soundtrack. The Tron soundtrack is so fucking good. I know. The Tron soundtrack was basically the the Tron 2 was basically just a, a music video for the the Tron the Tron soundtrack like and, and and man that Tron soundtrack. that's that soundtrack is so fucking good. <laughs> it's one of my favorites of all time. I still will listen to it every once in a while. It's it's a really really good soundtrack. There's also the the there's like two remix albums that are all also excellent. Yeah. Yes, you're right. The grid. I started imagining what it would be. Yes. Like. Oh, it's so good. I I, I, I listen to that while I'm running. Oh. Oh man. The, and the then I'm gonna go listen to the Tron soundtrack right now. There you go. <laughs> Just don't watch the movie. <laughs> uh, I, I, I did i say that i was gonna listen to the soundtrack sir <laughs> there's only one person who likes the tron movie i actually tron legacy like movie and that's pat b I, I actually did like the tron legacy movie i thought it was fun oh my god it was so, like like let's cast the most unlikable people in the leads and then just hope that this movie is good no it's terrible uh, it's fun oh, i mean the, i like it, it. <laughs> the, the kid I mean, well, that's it. everyone else is is having a blast in that movie. It's just that it's got like generic white guy lead problems. Yeah, definitely. That that was actually that that, that was a very at that time that was an issue because that was like the same thing. Like Pacific Rim was around that time too, if I remember correctly. Oh like, yeah, the same, same, thing. same exact problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like why why wasn't Idris Elba the lead character of this movie? I want to watch Idris Elba play this character. Yeah, yeah. That's you're yeah. not wrong. The same thing, like. Why why can't we get just get Bruce Boxleiter to play the main character in this movie? I want to watch Bruce Boxleiter play. That's this right. Character. I want to watch Tron. <laughs> I want to watch Tron. <laughs> All right. So um, 
yes, the Discord uh, getting kind of at me. Uh, so, Steve, until next time. Sharp, 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 sharp,